I know who I am in Christ, and I know that he has given so much to me. I am an heir to God's riches, and I have his forever love. My identity is in Christ, and in him I possess much. Living in Christ also assures me of many things. Ephesians 1.13 tells me I have the blessed assurance of knowing I am sealed with the Holy Spirit. It says, In him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise. Have you ever received something that just seemed too good to be true? Last week I mentioned a commercial that promised something from a type of car seat that seemed way too good to be true. Although I don't want to belabor the commercial idea, I just have to mention commercials as we look to our verse this week. Actually, I want to mention infomercials. Infomercials are quite popular today. I'm sure you've seen one or probably more than you can count, actually. You know how it goes. A TV host and a guest talk about the most amazing product ever and try to sell it to you. As the commercial winds down and they're trying to close the sale, you'll often hear, but wait, there's more. They'll go on to say, if you purchase this product, we'll send you not just one, but two sets of Ginzu knives. And usually, even after that offer, they're not done yet. They might also add on a special carrying case for the knives and other paraphernalia if you purchase their amazing product right away. It's this whole idea of, this is too good to be true, so you better get in on it right away. We all know how cheesy these infomercials or commercials can seem, and yet they do seem to pique our interest from time to time. If you've ever bought something from one of these ads, after receiving it, you probably wished you had stuck with your first thought, that it was too good to be true. You know, whether it's Ginzu knives or something else in this world, there is little that really delivers on its promise. And even if it does, it won't last forever. However, when God presents something to us, even if it sounds too good to be true, and it often does, it is true, and it will deliver. He will deliver. And he and what he offers will last forever. Our verse this week comes from Ephesians 1. What a chapter of promise that rings with the tone of, this sounds too good to be true as well. And yet it is true. In my specific Bible translation, the chapter is titled, The Blessings of Redemption. Now we know that those titles in our Bibles are man-made. God didn't give titles to the chapters of his word. In fact, he didn't separate it into chapters. But I still think this is such a good title, even though it's man-made. The blessings of redemption that Paul presents here are so full. They really sound too good to be true, but they are true. In Ephesians 1, Paul speaks of the many blessings we receive when we choose to accept the redemption God offers us in Christ. Let me just review them here. In verse 2, Paul speaks of the grace and peace we receive in redemption. In verse 3, Paul speaks of how God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing from the heavenly realms. In verse 4, he talks about how God has chosen us to be holy and blameless. In verse 5, he speaks of the love and kindness of God that led him to adopt us as his own children. In verse 6, Paul speaks of the grace that is freely bestowed on us in Christ. In verses 7 and 8, Paul speaks of the grace-filled forgiveness that is lavished on us through the blood of Christ. In verse 9, he talks of how God kindly made known to us the mystery of his will. He didn't have to tell us, but he did. In verse 10 through 11, Paul speaks of the inheritance we receive as God redeems us. 
And in verse 12, Paul speaks of how as God's redeemed, we will get to share in the praise of his glory. But wait, there's more. It sounds too good to be true, but it is true. The more that comes next is actually the truth we are memorizing this week, which says, In him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise. Sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise. See, as if what we have already been assured of in the redemption of Christ for us is not enough, This sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise, this ought to seal the deal, and it does. Actually, in more ways than one. First, it ought to seal the deal for us, meaning we won't be able to resist it. Not only have we already been promised all these other amazing things in Christ, but now we're also being offered the amazing privilege of the Holy Spirit living within us, bringing our spirit back to life, and taking up residence in our lives. And the offer is a seal, which is a permanent fixture. That's an amazing offer that we just can't resist. But secondly, we need to understand how this seals the deal for God too. All of these things we have been given in Christ, they're so incredible, sounding too good to be true. But when God adds his spirit into all of this, then he isn't just giving us these things. He's giving us himself and he's saying he will be with us forever. When something is sealed, it's finished, it's completed, approved, not to ever be changed. That seal is a marker and a stamp that closes the case. When God gives us the Holy Spirit, he seals the deal of our redemption forever. And that is beyond too good to be true. What do I mean by that? Well, if you read through the word, you see that for centuries, God has been pouring out blessings of one kind or another on his people. And at times, God would also anoint one of his servants with the Holy Spirit. As we read through Ephesians 1, we see lots of of these kinds of blessings that we receive in redemption. I mean, we just worked our way through a long list. But sealing his people with the Holy Spirit changes the whole landscape of these blessings altogether. Ever since the first sin in the garden, man's spirit has been dead. That is why in Ephesians 2.1, it begins and you were dead in your trespasses and sin. Man was physically alive, but his spirit was dead. God would not dwell with sin. And although from time to time he did anoint different ones with his spirit, the Holy Spirit did not inhabit man for eternity. But now in Christ, these wonderful blessings we have listed have been poured out on us, and also God has given his Holy Spirit to live within man forever. This happens for us in the redemption in Christ because just as we have memorized in previous weeks, we have a new nature now. We are forgiven and cleansed in Christ. His blood paid for our sins, giving us that new nature, making a way for God to dwell within man again through his Holy Spirit. And God has now sealed all of this great work in us by giving us this gift of his Holy Spirit, sealing us with him. Too good to be true? Yes, but it is true. The blessings of redemption are ours forever. And we have the Holy Spirit living within us to prove it. He is God's seal upon us to remind us that in Christ, what seems too good to be true actually is true. I personally find great peace 
in this verse, in this assurance. Why? Because it tells me these wonderful blessings of redemption are not about me. They're about what Christ did on the cross when he redeemed me. And they're also about the choice of God to seal the deal. And since it is sealed, nothing will change it. Blessed assurance. God's word word tells me I am sealed with the Holy Spirit. Too good to be true? Yes, but I'll take it.